see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. the fuck this shit podcast it's your boy dre back again y'all already know what it is we start the podcast the same way each and every week thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker i know everybody got busy days and schedules and things like that so you know appreciate y'all tuning in uh if you're not already a subscriber subscribers y'all been getting shit early like i said you was gonna get the shit early you know what i'm saying at least a day early on spotify with the video if you're on fan base you're getting a full video a week not a week early a day early i'm so sorry sorry for the miscommunication a day or two early not a week early that's wild it's current events but it can't be a week early it's impossible it's literally impossible anyway uh yeah so you know what i'm saying sign up for that and uh you get that Everybody else, I appreciate y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like uh like I said before, y'all like my baby mama, other kids, and like we have we still have a really good relationship with each other because I was we was together for a long time. So I was y'all got to see and you know, but it's just it's not the same as the motherfuckers who got my last name. And the motherfuckers give me the five dollars every month. They basically got my last name, you know what I'm saying? Like they uh, I'm sorry, I ain't trying to shit on the stepkids. That's not the that's not the vibes. Anyway. Uh, it's just me this week. Uh, I know the last two weeks we didn't had a we didn't have my boy Xavier on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was dope having my nigga through. You know what I'm saying? It's cool having uh, somebody to bounce shit back and forth off of. Um, and you'll see more of that. Not not just him. He'll definitely be back, but other guests too. Just kind of making it more of a conscious effort to make this more of a collaborative effort when I can. Uh, I think that's uh gonna be something that everybody's really gonna fuck with uh you know we haven't we haven't had this in a while but um i feel like i feel like this calls for it nigga story real nigga story time all right y'all so this week a nigga took a step in adulthood something i've been saying i was gonna do and i was gonna try and make a more conscious effort of taking care of these small little things in my life that i've been kind of putting off you know um one of which is the doctor and nigga ain't been to the doctor in a minute bro and as a result of that brie ain't been to the doctor in a minute see blaze See, here's the thing about parenthood, right? And I don't know. I can't speak to what it's like when you have your your kids and you're already grown. You have your life together and blah, blah, blah. Me and this person who I love and we have a foundation and a life together and blah, blah, blah. And we, we decided together that now it's time for us to have a child and we're going to have all of the resources and love to raise it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, some of y'all want to do it that way, but that wasn't the way it happened for your boy. I was on some... 
Oh, uh, I'm in high school and too horny. What's going on here? Uh, what do you mean if I nut her? She's pregnant. And it's like, damn, now I got a baby. I'm 16. She's baby. We figuring it out together. It's been a hell of a ride and we've loved it together. But you know, that's kind of what it is when you have a baby in high school. So there's this thing, right? When she's super young, the fact that I'm not going to the doctor isn't really impacting her because she has to get vaccines for school. And also, I'm still being in part raised by my mom, who's like default raising her on the slide at the same time. So she's still getting some of the benefits of all of this, right? But then what ends up happening is they get through that age, right? Where they get to about five, six, you know what I'm saying, right? And for me and Bree's situation, it was a little different because she was with her mom most of that time. I didn't get Bree back. And that's another thing, too, the single dad aspect of all of this, right? I don't have full custody of Bree until she's 12. And then I'm still doing my 20-year-old man, don't go to the doctor thing, right? So I'm not going to the doctor this whole time. So when I get Bree, I'm not like, oh, let me just add her into my regular life schedule of going to the doctor for my yearly checkups like someone who gives a fuck about their health. First of all, and they didn't have insurance for a lot of them times because I'm a server by trade. So sometimes I got insurance through my job. Sometimes I don't. And then sometimes you get the Obamacare and you miss it. And then sometimes you get insurance, but it's too complicated. So you end up with something that don't really cover you the way you need it. And you don't know where it is. It's a lot, bro. And even when you do the Obamacare, when you sign up for the marketplace insurance, they'll be like, how much money do you make? And you like this much. And they're like, well, you should be able to get assistance from the government. We can't give you insurance for your kids. And then you apply for that. And they like, you really make too much money. So it's like, do your kids end up without insurance? It's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole thing. I say all of that to say, my nigga didn't have no insurance. My nigga Bree didn't have no insurance till like, uh, mm, well, she did, and then she didn't, and then she did, and then she didn't. And it was just like back and forth. But even when she did, we wasn't going to the doctor because I wasn't going to the doctor. I haven't been to the doctor since 2017. When I went to the doctor in 2017, it was because my my ankle or my knee, something was like just, it was bothering me so bad and so often that I just literally could not take it anymore. And I had insurance. I was like, fucking, I'm going to go. So I went, I went to the initial checkup and then they sent me, they were like, well, now you got to go get images on this. And I went to go do that. And it was like, okay, well, now you got to pay for the images and then come back again. And by the time that they had done all of that, go here, come back, do this, come back. My knee wasn't even hurt no more. So I was like, I ain't going, I'm not even paying for the images. I'll be fine last time I've been to the doctor so then this year like I said I'm getting all my shit I'm, I'm, I'm getting everything together for me and Brie because like I said she's out of the window she's she's my mom is not making sure that I'm taken care of so I'm, I'm the only adult to make sure everybody's getting their shit done which is like you know really sketchy for me to be the only adult who's going to be taking care of shit but what else um then it's kind of like uh, we get to the point where, okay, now we can, now we back, right? I get insurance this year. I schedule appointments for me, Bree, and the baby. 
Now she's pretty much up to date on everything because she's still in the in the vaccine window. And that window where it's like, you know, you have the baby, you following up with the same person who delivered the baby or with the with the pediatric doctor, like right across the street or some shit. And it's like new baby, you gotta take them to the doctor. She's in the window, right? Um, so Blaze is good. She be going to the doctor. Bree out of the window, thugging it with my with her daddy. We ain't been to nobody's doctor. So when I tell Bree, like, okay, we got a doctor's appointment, she's like, for what? Like, what do I even do? I'm like, it's just because, like, it's a checkup or whatever. My nigga looking like, what do I wear? Almost. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you tell somebody, it's almost like I told her we was going on a surprise vacation. And she's like, Can you at least tell me if it's gonna be hot or cold? You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't even have no doctor experience to know what's about to go down and i can't even falter because shit me neither right i don't be going to the motherfucking doctor um so (laughs) we get together whatever we go in and it's uh brie and blaze both have their appointments pretty much together um and then I was just going to do my my appointment is a week after that. Uh, Blaze, super not fucking with the doctor. Because every time she's been to the doctor, she's had to get shots because it's like vaccine season for babies, right? Not me, I'm saying not season, but you know, like this is the time of her life where every time, you know, anybody, if you got a baby, you know, that first shit, two years, boy, they'd be like, yeah, bring her back tomorrow for more shots and more which is one of the reasons i thought it was wild that niggas was like oh i can never get a covid vaccine because it's like you have a kid we've been taking these kids to get these vaccines in mass forever and like all of a sudden it's a thing but whatever that's a side note um so blaze don't fuck with the doctor at all and i'm thinking this is a new doctor she's never been here this is a new office artist or whatever we walk in, she sees the people behind the desk with them fucking masks on. She's like, oh, this is a doctor's office. She tense up immediately. I try and sit her down. She's like, no, fuck that. She almost about to freak out immediately. I'm like, bro, no, don't do this. Don't do this. Because y'all, I thought that it was me. I thought I was such a good parent that my kids don't, my kids don't wild out. My kids don't do dot, 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 whatever, whatever. No, Breeze just chill. Brie was just a chill kid. She just didn't do that shit. Blaze, bro, she falls out. She throws fits. She falls out. She's, oh, oh, I think she's white. She's lighter than all of us, bro. Like, and she looks like me and she looks like her mom. Like, you could tell feature wise that we're her parents, but like her mom is the same color as me. But Blaze is really, really light skinned and she has tantrums like a white baby. And I think she might be part white. I don't know how this happened. I got to check the ancestry because this baby has European attitude anyway. And I thought, and maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's not just white babies, bro. Maybe some babies just have a temperament that makes them like that this whole time. Wow. I'm racist y'all. I know y'all probably peeped this. This we four seasons into the podcast. I'm the one who just figured it out. I definitely thought that they acted like that because they was white. But boy, I think Blaze needs a leash. Blaze needs to be leashed. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Anyway, so Blaze gets in, realizes we have the doctor's office. She's like, I'm not fucking with none of this at all. Um, I'm filling out all the paperwork or whatever. They call us to the back. And uh, also, I don't know how much of a real nigga this makes me as a dad, but I feel like it makes me a real nigga as a dad. I'm filling out their paperwork or whatever. And when it gets to the part where it's like they drug and sex, sex history and shit like that or whatever, I promptly hand the paper to my daughter and I'm like, fill out the rest of this paperwork. Regardless of what the answers to those questions are, number one, it's super important to me that her doctor knows the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I don't know, I really want her doctor to know. Secondly, this ain't the place I'm trying to learn. None of, I'm not trying to learn nothing today. I'm not trying to learn nothing right now. In this moment, while I'm trying to keep your sister from acting the ass and doing all this extra shit or whatever, I'm looking up at you like zero, right? And she looking at me like, uh, cricket, 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 cricket. Nah, bruh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Here, you just fill this on out and you give this directly to the doctor after you complete it. I don't need to look over it at all. You got it, dude. <laughs> um, so we do that. The doctors are trying to get Blaze stickers. They all in her face. They be Blaze don't be giving them nothing. That's one thing about Blaze. She's if she fuck with you, she do, but if she don't, she just don't and there's nothing you can do and people be trying to be all in her face and all this stuff and i'd be like man she gonna make you look like a sucker every time she's not biting on that bro she's not giving you shit off that she'll be like man what the fuck ever with that fake shit fake ass bitch that's how that's how blaze be looking at y'all i'm not even gonna lie because she like you just want to stick me you just want and i don't like needles either so i get it i get the vibes man anyway so they all sit on Alpha Blaze, giving her slap bracelets and stickers and shit like that or whatever. She loved that slap bracelet, by the way. But she wouldn't she wouldn't even fuck with it while they was there. She was like, yeah, not in front of you, though. <laughs> um, but, you know, they get they sit done. And it's nothing, really. It's just basically she looking at ears, looking at mouth, asking some questions. Like, you feel good? Look good? What you be eating? Was asking them all kinds of questions. Uh, regular shit. So we're leaving the doctor's office, right? And I'm like, you know, Bree, take your sister to the car. Let me, uh, let me pay out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna pay for our, for our appointments, whatever. Because I'm thinking like I got a copay or some shit like that. My black ass, my no insurance, no doctor's office having ass. I'm not realizing that this is like a wellness visit. It's like a preventative thing. Like you don't have to pay for those with most insurance plans. Those motherfuckers are free. So if you was out here like me on some no insurance shit, and now you happen to have some insurance, you probably don't even got to pay the thirty dollars to go to the doctor. You ain't been in so long. They want you to go so they can make sure that your ass ain't got cancer so damn bad. They like we'll do it for free, nigga. Like just come. Please come in here. Um, so uh I'm I, he's telling me, like, okay, you don't gotta pay. I'm like, all right, cool. Can you check on my appointment for next week just to make sure you know what I'm saying? I'm right, I got an appointment for next week. He's looking my shit up, da, 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 whatever, whatever. He's like, uh oh yeah. He's like, Yeah, you do got an appointment for next week. Well, just make sure that you fast, uh Make sure you don't eat anything tomorrow or that day, that that Wednesday or whatever. That way you can just go ahead and get your blood work knocked out on Thursday. 
Y'all, I'm like, what? No, wait. No, because the girls were just here. And you just looked at them and looked in their ears and, and their mouth and shit. Like, I could be like, ah, and you could look at my ears. I'm going to clean them real good before I come in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, I could be a respectable nigga. I'm not going to come in there with wax all in my shit. You know what I'm saying? I was going to clean my ears out. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that my breath was good. You know what I'm saying? Brush real good this day. Because I know you was going to be like, ears, mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your diet like? What's your exercise like? You know what I'm saying? Weight, height. Get up out of here. And I th- that's what you did with the kids, bro. That's what you did with the kids. And with me, with me, you got all this smoke for me? You talking about blood work? That's like you have to stab me with a needle that's going to take blood out of me long enough to get enough blood to run multiple tests. I'm not stupid. I know what you're going to do to me. Now I feel like Blaze. I'm like, you're going to give me a motherfucking slap bracelet and some stickers, nigga? Are you going to give me stickers, nigga? Because I'm going to keep it a buck with you. If you stab me, you got to give me my stickers, bro. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're grown now. Whatever, whatever. No, no, because this is not cool. This is not okay. And I'm over here talking to my white friends at work and shit. And they over here like, oh, they're offering to just do the blood work for free. Like, you should definitely do that. That's like, because they're all thinking about my overall health. And they're like, this is an opportunity for you to get ahead of anything that might be going on. The insurances are, are difficult sometimes. They don't give you these things. I'm like, shut the fuck up with that shit. I don't want nobody stabbing me. I'm going to go. I know all of that already. God damn. Boy, I hate when motherfuckers is all right in my face when I'm trying to be irrational. Because they were so right, y'all. I can't even, they couldn't have been more right. Oh, girl, she was so right. And the whole time she's talking to me, I'm like, you don't understand though. Like they can't just like, I literally asked the lady at the the counter. I was like, no, you don't have to stab me. You could just tell them to shine a light on my, I have good veins. They could just shine a light on my shits and see if something floating in it or something. Because I don't want you to stab. I don't want to get no damn blood work. Anyway, bro, because I'm a real nigga, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't no bitch. I'm about to nut up and I'm about to go to this motherfucker and I'm about to get this blood, this gangster blood work done. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I be on is gangster shit, like a gangster nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing. But I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go pay some of these, go get some of this ad money. We'll be back with the real episode of shit. All right, y'all. A bunch of shit been going on. Um, some shit that I'm not even gonna read. No. <sighs> okay, so y'all know how I be about the shootings. I be with about the mass shootings about the same way I be with the black people getting murdered by law enforcement. More often than not, I don't really go into the details about them because it's just really like the same wash, rich, repeat of gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, what? Gun violence, thoughts and prayers, nothing. Gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Like over and over and over again. It's basically the same thing over here. I'm going to be like, oh, they need to do something about guns. And I don't think it just stumps with taking the guns, but there's some middle ground between taking the guns and doing whatever, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I could go on my long little thing about how I feel like the, the greater thing that we need to do as far as America is concerned, is if we want to have this love of guns, that we need to have more of a respect for the fact that they are dangerous and we should treat them in the way that we treat things that are dangerous. And it should just be that. If if you want to be a gun owner on some leisure shit, that's fine, but you should have to go through an enhanced licensing thing that you have to go through because you are holding something that is inherently very dangerous to both yourself and the public. That to me is just common fucking sense and 
the specifics on how you get that done. I'm not a fucking professional. I don't know exactly how you make that happen, but I do know that the thought process that that is where I believe all of the conversations should start. And I don't feel like a political ideology should even have anything to do with that. I feel like the it should start with they are dangerous. Those who hold them should do should has should be held to a high level of uh accountability and responsibility for that um because they are dangerous if you if you want if you're willing to be held to that account then it's fine for you to have them like there's no reason for you to not have guns if you're willing to be held to this standard because ultimately we believe that that is the right that you have as an american citizen to arm yourself in whatever way blah 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 blah, whatever whatever but this whole does anybody get what you want to do whatever you want with it i can't even fuck with that in no way and the pushback of we're trying to make like right now what i feel like it is is okay well what if we just make a universal background check and it's like well that doesn't work so we're just not going to do it and also no one should have to get a background check and it's like wait that's that's not that's not a good thing it doesn't i'm not with make them more dangerous because we feel like your solution to make them less dangerous isn't going to work like we gotta be able to find some way that that does something i watched um and what's funny about it is this, I almost feel like we're more polarized on this issue online and in our minds than we really are. Because I've been watching these these little vice debate things. I don't know if any of y'all have seen them, but they've been on YouTube. They're like an hour long. It's like one of them is like women debating feminists, fem- feminism and like men debate toxic masculinity. And it's like gun owners and non-gun owner, gun owners debate. Uh, gun ownership and like another one is like minorities debate the model minority myth it's like a lot of different things it's like people who all are within some group debating like what they feel about it in every example that i just gave you there was so much hostility and contention throughout the whole thing and even to the end it was crazy to see that the people who are on like either side were like so unwilling to see what the other was saying. And there was so little truth even being spoken between the two in spaces, right? Um, The gun one was literally the most of a one out of all of them. Because when put in a room, the people who really do have guns and love guns rarely are on some well, I actually feel like the people who you feel like shouldn't have guns shouldn't have guns. And that's the thing. It's like all narrative. Like when you really sit it down in front of the motherfuckers who are like, well, I feel like I should have all my guns. And again, someone who's like, I don't feel like a lot of people should be able to have guns. Someone who is far left, someone who is far right on guns. And you start talking to them about the individual people who they feel like should not have access to firearms. The overlap is crazy. It's like, oh, well, I don't really think they should have guns either. But it's it's like, oh, well, I don't really think that either. But so I'm not saying that to say that I think anything's ever going to come of that. But I do think that this is one of those issues that's been driven far more by the money that's been put into it as far as political lobbyists and fucking marketing campaigns from from gun manufacturers and shit like that. I feel like that has done more um disservice to us in this area than any other thing has um because i don't feel like any of us are down with the whole 
anyone can get a gun and motherfuckers just run up and start shooting up public places. Like, even if you have a gun and you're like, I have my gun to protect myself, you don't want to have to walk through H-E fucking B with your bananas pushing your basket with one hand because you got to watch out for somebody coming in the fucking door with something heavier than what you got. Like, it's crazy. That's crazy. Niggas just want to live their life doing regular shit. I mean, you'll never convince me that these motherfuckers want to live in this paramilitary world where, you know what I'm saying, everybody's fucking camoed up and you got to come out and defend your family and all this. Nobody wants to do that shit. We had that. If we wanted to do that shit, we would have let the environment, we wouldn't have destroyed the entire environment to ensure that we never had to lift a finger to eat, nigga. You telling me you want to live in a fucking militant ass society but you still want to go to the grocery store nigga like no get out there and grow that food get out there and hunt that shit you don't want to do that we don't want to do that so hmm. maybe I'm tripping maybe I'm tripping because I feel like I'm the only nigga out here who's not pretending that I don't want to live my life with the convenience and comforts that I've been given my whole life. Like everybody else, like, yeah, we're spoiled. Hey, we're da, 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 da. like, yeah, nigga. In the same way that my ancestors fought for me to not, for me to be able to vote and for me able to do this stuff. Nigga, my ancestors, my human ancestors died for me to not have to hunt, nigga. They died for me to be able to eat the results of this hormone filled factory farm fucking chicken. That's why. Whatever. Anyway, what else going on in the world? These spy balloons. I ain't talked to y'all about these spy balloons. What y'all think? Y'all think they really y'all I know I know I know half I know enough of y'all personally to know half y'all think they're aliens. Go on. Let me let go on. Let me give y'all y'all space and let y'all get off. These is probably not aliens. They probably not UFOs. And if they are UFOs, this is this is why I'm going to go with they're not UFOs. If aliens are here, they are not here to befriend us and teach us their ways. If aliens are here, they are here to take everything that we have. Every re- and, and not like and not like in a like human way. This is this will not be like if you were conquered by some other human race where they would take your literal resources and leave some of you to live. They would only want the mineral resources on our planet. It would be the only thing that could possibly be of any use to them. Right? So they will want those resources from our planet. And if they're coming to our planet for them, those resources are not infinite. They cannot be replenished. Like, it's not something that they can just grow on a planet. If they come into ours to get it, they got to go to other places to get it. And whatever it is, it keeps the planet together. Because if it, if it, you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, even if they didn't come here and kill us, they were like, oh, no, we're not going to kill y'all. We're just going to stick this alien technology uh, 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 probe into the core of your earth. And we're just going to suck all the magma out. And we're going to be up out of here. And y'all do whatever you want. It'll be fine. And then, like, our society gets plagued with earthquakes and shit like that of, of, of magnitudes we've never motherfucking seen and shit like that until everybody falls into this great abyss into the middle of the earth and shit like that. While these niggas zoom off and they fucking flying saucer, that's what's going to happen if they aliens. So I'm hoping they not aliens. In my mind, I'm like, just let them be fucking Chinese weather balloons or spy balloons or some shit. And even if they are spying, it's like, we spy on them. They spy on us. All these major nations spy on each other. Niggas be spying. 
So it's, you know, you know, you can't really be too upset about some spying shit like that. But y'all, we didn't got so involved in shit. Like they were saying that these things have been flying over America since Trump was in office and Trump wasn't shooting them down. And, and listen, there's two things. Number one, niggas be like Trump kind of friendly with, with foreign world leaders, bro. Trump be not, they be talking about, Oh, Joe Biden is in bed with China. Like, no, Trump be like, Oh man, the Chinese president, I, the way he runs shit over there, boy, you should see how he got the Muslims up out of there. He was like, mm, I don't like this. And he just start killing them. I was like, what? what kind of control you have over your people i want this that's what trump thinks when he sees a, a world leader like vladimir putin or xi jinping you know what i'm saying he's like i want to be like that nigga because he, he's fucking crazy right but also he's like super mega man right and he want to shoot shit down you think if you got a president who want to shoot some shit down trump was the shootiest nigga we had I'm shocked that nigga never shot nothing down for real, for real. I'm sure he mad, like, bro, I had the codes and I ain't nuke shit, boy. I will say that. I never, ever, ever give any credence to anything nigga say about Trump being president. If there was any president that world leaders knew America had, that if they did anything that looked like aggression, they was getting nuked, it was Trump. They knew. If I put any artillery on American soil, that nigga Trump is responding with the entire nu nuclear arsenal of America. It could have been the smallest country in the world, nigga. It, nigga, Barbados could have been like, we don't want to be a U U.S. territory no more, nigga. And Trump would have been like, all right, bet. Then it ain't no more Caribbean. I don't even know if that's the right water or, or if Barbados is a U.S. territory. Anyway. <laughs> um, But Trump wasn't shooting down the spy balloons, is my point. If he was letting the motherfuckers go on by, Either the intel to me at least, I feel like either the intelligence are saying they pretty much harmless. They ain't nothing that they can get off the motherfuckers that they can't already get off a satellite. And if they was ever gonna do something, they not mobile enough. We'll fuck that thing up so quick it'd be crazy, right? I'm I'm assuming that's like the the what he was getting. So they was like just leave it alone. Now, this is like a whole thing China can do to like just kind of like low key fuck with America without really doing nothing. Like, oh, we just gonna send these cheap ass little flying balloons over to America because we know they're gonna shoot them down every time. And it's gonna be news. They're gonna be over here wasting resources, fucking trying to scatter this motherfucker and figure out what information they got just to find out that we're getting more information off these niggas from TikTok than we could ever get off a spy balloon, but whatever. Um, I don't know how true that is. So. You know, whatever. I'm just saying it to me. I haven't really talked about it because it's kind of a non-story to me. I don't really give a fuck. You see, I do. You know, if you are, if you are a veteran listener to show, you know, if I don't read an article on it, I just talk about it. I don't really care about it. And not to say I don't really care about niggas getting shot at Michigan State. That's crazy. I care, but I'm you. You know, if I don't, it's not something that I want to to go into detail about because it's not something I feel like the details matter. I'll put it that way. And the details about a shooting don't matter. Like, niggas got shot because motherfuckers got way too much access to guns. And also, we got a society where motherfuckers be isolated and crazy and mental health and poverty and blah, 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 blah. And racism and blah, blah, blah. And misogyny and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So, blah, 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 In some Houston ass, uh, Bullshit, you know what I'm saying? I guess uh, some news. 
Mattress Mac is suing Harris County for some election shit. Before I play this, I'll give a little bit of a four story to this. First of all, there were in this last election, I remember it was like reports that like there was like paper shortages or paper ballots and like errors. Like it was like the Harris County election had a lot of issues in it. This this cycle that it typically doesn't have. Um and that's not bad. That's a bad look. I'm not gonna lie. There's no there's two sides of it. There's a side of it that ultimately this is this there are both machines and humans involved thus there will be issues like these things will never be perfect there will always be instances where there are errors and uh whatever right but also it's an election so the appearance that everything is working smoothly is super super fucking important so i actually am willing to give more blame to the people who are supposed to be in charge of these things for even like small things happening that give room for suspicion. Right. But with that being said, all this election denier shit and shit is crazy to me. And I already knew that mattress Mac was a mega Republican, because if you remember from previous seasons, when we had the conversation about purchasing the couch, that couch is paid off now, by the way, y'all, cause your boy be paying shit off, baby. Cause you know, I find it that thing and I paid that thing off early as shit. Anyway, um, that was my, that was my depression couch. I bought that, you know what I'm saying? Because Blaze's mama left and she took the couch and I was like living and walking past my living room, didn't have no couch. I was like, I gotta get me a couch. So I went in and got one, went in, tried to buy it. Was a bitch ass salesman named Francis. Didn't really want to help me. Sent me on my own little journey to find my couch. My motherfucking self told me he didn't have it. I told me it's a long story. You just got to go find the episode. I don't remember which episode it is. And it might only be for subscribers now because some of them older episodes are locked. You can't even listen to them if you don't, if you're not one of my real kids. Uh, and, um, but anyway, in that story, I walk in that middle room of gallery furniture. That's where Mattress Mac is the motherfucker who owns gallery furniture in Houston. It's a big thing. He was the nigga who be betting on the Astros every year. It makes the big deal. If you're from Houston, you know who he is. But if you're not, you may not actually know who Mattress Mac is. Uh, he's also like a super big philanthropist. Like he gives shit away all the time. Whenever there's any kind of disaster and stuff, whatever, he's always like front of the line of like show love and provide all kinds of resources and help. He's not like all trash, but when I walk in into the middle, into this room, that's basically like painted red, white, and blue blaring this America home with a free ass music over the fucking intercom system loud. She's like, you can hear it through the furniture store. And it's like, I was following the music to it on some like, Really, this could have been the scene of a black horror movie. I should have been murdered because I should have heard the music and been like, oh, no. And I should have ran off. But instead, I heard it. I was like, what? What's that? I'm all peeking around the corners and shit. But it's like literally like a statue of Ronald Reagan inside the motherfucking shit. It's this ode to racism and institutional like institutional racism and white supremacy of all forms. And I was just like, damn, this is really who this is like. If you crawled inside the asshole of a bald eagle, this is definitely what's inside of it. Like, anyway. So that's who Mattress Mac is. And so now he's, and also in this election that he's filing a lawsuit against, he was supporting the challenger for for Lena Hidalgo, who's like our, uh, she's our district attorney, I think. 
No, she's our, she's the Harris County uh, judge. Yeah, she's a Harris County district judge. I think that's what Lena Hidalgo is. Anyway, um, check this out, though. I'm going to play this, and I want y'all to listen to all of it, and then peep for the very end when they say the thing that really matters. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There were problems with an election in Harris County, and he just filed a lawsuit to try to get more answers. It may sound unusual, uh, an unusual move for a furniture store owner and philanthropist, but remember, in 2022, we hadn't seen before. He appeared in ads, most notably, for Republican Alex Mueller, uh, but they lost the race for Harris County judge. So his new lawsuit claimed that the Harris County election administrator, Clifford Tatum, is withholding documents that Max says could shed additional light on problems that came up during the election. And we now know that there were some issues, which is ballots and some precincts glitches with the machines and even paper dumps. Harry admitted all of that in a report Leaders even citing the Astros parade, which was the election. Breeze said openly to a private investigator and journalist to obtain documents. The lawsuit states that Harris County won't give it up because of other pending lawsuits. It's really not political when they say the uh, asked when the election administrator was asked what went wrong with the election. The comment was the Astros parade. I mean, really. Uh, you know, the people, they have certain precincts that has 600 voters many times before. And uh, there's a problem with the process. The process needs to be fair for all Houstonians, all Texans. It is important to note here that there is no evidence so far of a documented case of a Harris County voter who wanted to vote but was unable to cast a ballot because of any of those issues. Now, maybe it's just me, but it appears to me that it is noteworthy that this thing that we having a whole ass debate over, we having a whole ass lawsuit over, has never had anyone not be able to vote as a result of it. But with that also being said, and I, I think I was pretty honest, I was pretty clear about this from the jump because I, I do genuinely feel this way. It's really not a good look. Right? It is ultimately really not a good look at all. Uh, because it's an election. And having somebody be able to poke holes in that, this is kind of one of those things where I feel as though people have to be willing to be held to account even if you support them. Like, I support all the motherfuckers who be running this motherfucking shit like that, at least over these Republican-ass niggas. Like, they'll never get my vote. But you can't just not do your job because I voted for you because I'm going to vote for you because you're a Democrat. Like, you still got to make sure that, like, if there's something that you can be doing in these instances, you're doing it. And I'm not even out here saying that they not because I don't know. But I am saying this. Just one of the things where you got to pay a little attention to it because these little local celebrities coming forward and, and saying how they feel about stuff like this, it seems little, but it's really not. And it does sway the overall opinion about how people feel as though 
things are being taken care of and cared for. And ultimately, those things matter um, when it comes to like building support and like having a level of enthusiasm about like the civil process, right? Like having some kind of agency and um, involvement in that. All of that matters. So, yeah. That's really all I got on that. Mattress Mag. <sighs> Frustrating. Um, and some other Texas ass shit. Um, these motherfuckers been crazy on the culture war as legislation. Abbott's been big on the transgender sports shit. Um, and this article here, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick lists banning children from trans shows as a top priority bill. Oh, excuse me, as a top priority bill. Um, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has announced his top 30 priorities for the 2023 legislative session. In a release statement, Patrick said he ultimately plans to pass over 600 bills. Among his priorities, the GOP leader noted that several have already been included in the state budget, such as Operation Lone Star. Um, during the 2022 session, a state legislator, legislature allocated a record $3 billion towards border security, including funding for Abbott's new border mission. Consequently, state lawmakers would later have to transfer an additional $1 billion to keep the border mission in operation. Uh, in the fall of 2021, about 10,000 service members were deployed in the effort to slow the crossing of migrants. Shortly after, blah, 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 blah. Come on now. Shortly after, troops began complaining about poor living conditions, a lack of pay, no sense of omission. The five suspected suicides, oh, five suspected suicides have since been reported. Yeah, so basically what they're talking about is the last thing that they made a big deal about was, okay, we're going to start this Operation Lone Star because the Biden administration is not properly doing what they're supposed to do to secure the border. And they're not sending us the resources and they're not doing what we want done. And basically it was on some, the problem is real. The way that they want to go about solving it is ineffective. And what happens is they're like, we want money to do this ineffective thing. And the Biden administration is like, no, we'll give you money to do it this way because this way is proven to work. And they're like, well, we will rather just use our own money to do it the wrong way because we have the extra money to do that which if you would pour in texas that's gotta be kind of frustrating be like mm, that's wild that you would literally have so much extra money that you would just blow it to do it your way even though it doesn't work when someone else is willing to pay for it because it's a it is a national security issue but what ifs right um because sending a bunch of troops down there doesn't really protect the border in the way that they want it done. They got all these niggas down there with nothing to do. So they just down there twiddling their thumbs, abusing the motherfucking migrants who coming over there, probably hazing each other. You know what I'm saying? It's probably all kinds of sexual abuse going on down there and shit like that. And as a result, five of the motherfuckers then killed themselves and all of them is over there talking about the conditions are trash. Cause that's another thing. You send 10,000 people down somewhere where it wasn't supposed to be 10,000 people. There's not really anywhere to put them. So the places you find to put them end up being trash and their resources are trash and their can everything is trash and they just like feel like trash. It's trash, trash, trash anyway. But um trash, 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 trash. Anyway. Um it's also reported this budget would off well was often taken from the underfunded state <laughs> bruh. <laughs> 
Oh, this next line is crazy, bro. It's also reported this budget was often taken from underfunded state agencies like the Texas Juvenile Justice Department, which is currently facing a staffing crisis. The Texas Juvenile Justice Department. Okay. Uh, Texas should not have to use our tax dollars to do the federal government's job, Patrick said, but it's vitally important that we maintain our law enforcement and National Guard presence. If we do not, the border crisis will get much worse. Meanwhile, Texas Attorney General Kent Paxson is set to pay $3.3 million using tax money to settle with former aides who reported him to an FBI, to the FBI for corruption. Note that I did not say former Texas Attorney, uh, Texas Attorney General Kent Paxson. The current Texas Attorney General is about to pay $3.3 million because he got reported for corruption because he was corrupt. Okay. Okay. Uh, Texas faces a record $22.7 billion non-reserved budget surplus. Many top legislative leaders are still fighting to have their priorities fit into the bill. Below are uh, Patrick's top 30 priority bills. (sighs) I don't want to read them all, but I'm going to. It's important. Let's see how many of these are trash. State budget, restoring voter fraud to a felony. So with that, that's one of those things that seems like a good idea until you remember you remember a few months ago when those stories were coming about those people in Florida who was getting arrested for voter fraud when it was like they thought they could vote. It was like basically they voted on accident and they caught it and their vote didn't count and it was just whatever. And they were literally charging these people who are already poor with felonies because most of them. The reason why is like they owed money in some capacity and that's what was like stopping them from being able to vote. Um, So they want to do that in Texas. Not surprising. Uh, Increase homestead exemption to 70,000. I think that's something that's uh, supposed to help with property taxes. I'm not sure about that. Um, Adding additional property tax relief. uh, Increasing business personal property tax exemption. Adding new natural gas plants. Yeah. Continuing improve, continue to improve the Texas grid. Okay, I'm with that. They need to do that. Uh, empowering parent, uh, empowering parental rights. That's a school choice thing. Um, I don't know how I feel about school choice, y'all. I feel like on its face, it's actually not a bad idea, but I'm very uncomfortable with the way that I think it will be implemented. And as a result, I don't really know if it's something that I could support. But also, I think that it's an inevitability, which is one of the reasons why I want to get into education, because ultimately I want to get ahead of this and I want to start my own little school system, charter schools and shit like that. that I kind of focus on uh, providing a comprehensive education, including uh, history and its impact on the current world, because in the world that there's going to be parents who are like, don't teach about slavery. There's going to be parents who are like, yeah, like teach my kids about everything. And I think that's going to be a market that's going to need to be served and blah, 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 blah. And that's my life goals. And now, you know, um, anyway. Uh, but with that being said, I just don't know. School choice is like giving vouchers that would take money away from uh, public schools so that students can go. But like, 
I just don't know. I think it would be difficult to schools are already so underfunded. I just I don't know a world where you can do both. This other thing is empowering teacher rights. Uh, that's supposed to be a teacher pay raise, which I'm all down for that. Um, adding 13th, adding 13th checks for retired che- uh, teachers. Um, which I guess maybe like you only get paid once a month as a retired teacher. I don't know what that is. Keeping our schools safe and secure. That's definitely giving teachers uh, guns and putting uh, officers in uh in schools but here they go number 12 banning children's exposure to drag shows why why it's just first of all it's it's like it's crazy how they want to be like parents have the right that children are exposed to and and the next like because the next bill is protecting children from obscene obscene books and libraries and that whole thing is that the school system shouldn't be exposing these kids to things that their parents don't want them exposed to, right? Drag shows don't exist in school or public settings. Like that's like something you would have to take your child to. And I had to think about this. I had to genuinely, I had to consider this on my own. Somebody was talking to me and it just like occurred to me like, duh, there's nothing inherently sexual about a drag show to begin with. Like a man dressed as a woman and performing a woman's song is not a sexual thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm sure as with all performances like that, there are some drag shows that are more risque that kids don't need to be at. And there are some that are probably super like nothing, right? Like it's just, I don't know. I just don't. Not to like making it a law isn't about protecting people, isn't about legislating, it's about like that weird identity politics, culture war shit that actually prevents them from doing their real jobs, and that's why I'm so against it. Um, ending child gender modification, um, which I don't know that that's really happening, I don't know, I'm not with that. Protecting women's college sports, that's the same thing. Banning critical race theory in higher education, now that's fucking wild to me the fact that a state wants to ban what colleges can teach in a regard like that it's not like because they're acting like it's hate speech they're they're almost treating it like it's nazi propaganda and that's the reason why we can't allow this to be like i just i can't y'all it was really one of those things to me that like it just bothered me so much. And we got all of these, like this kind of stuff, all these identity things or whatever, they cause all of this rollover into other bullshit. And you see it in all these different areas and it's not just in Texas. And I'm not even gonna, because like, bruh, banning disc- banning DEI in higher education, eliminating tenure in, in uh, academic institutions, um, Removing district attorneys who refuse to follow Texas law. That's removing district attorneys who refuse to prosecute people for like abortions and shit like that. Like that's what that should be. Um, Assisting rural funding. That sounds good. Banning local COVID mandates. COVID is fucking over. And they still talking about this shit because they trying to like grasp on the straws. Like, yeah, remember when they wanted you to wear a mask? Like, bro, it's like, Number 28 is addressing Texas's future water needs. But number 16 is getting CRT out of college. 
because that's more important. Like what college students are taught is more important than figuring out how we're going to like maintain the quality and access to water for everyone in the state. I got it. I'm just, I just want to ensure that I understand what legislation is supposed to be because I think that I was mistaken in thinking that the people who I vote for and put in power were actually just supposed to like kind of keep the lights on type shit. Like I just need you to keep everything running and make it that like all the structures around me are not inherently oppressing me in some weird fucking way. And then like, I'll go to work and make everything else do what it do, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like just do your part. But you like, no, actually I need to determine what you learn and what you have access to and what your kids can do. And then after I get done with that, I'll find out if y'all can drink the water. Cool. No problem. Just making sure we're on the same page. Um, on some more identity shit. This is the story out of uh, fucking New Hampshire. Check this out. In bathrooms and locker rooms to the number of stalls. A new policy implemented this week by the Milford School Board. None of us actually asked for any sort of change. The whole issue arose from something that happened at the middle school. A heated meeting Monday night brought forth a proposal to change the district's bathroom policy, which allows students to use whichever bathroom aligns with their gender identity. The proposal would require them to use the bathroom associated with their biological sex. I've actually suggested a few times that we just make all of the bathrooms single use. Um, you know, people argue that all of your bathrooms at home are unisex and we've never had any problems. Superintendent Christy Michaud says the district is working to come up with a compromise, but that's easier said than done. One thing they're looking at is floor to ceiling stalls, but there would be some hurdles. That's going to be quite expensive. Um, it will be. Um, and it's not likely something that we'll be able to, even if funded um, and the board does choose to allocate funds, to that kind of a project that uh, we'll be able to do until summertime. Ultimately, she says the goal is for all students to feel comfortable at school. There's a lot of passion on both sides of this conversation of finding win-win or this is really hard to do. And the next school board meeting is scheduled for February 20th. The superintendent says there is a chance that this limited bathroom policy could be revoked before then. Live in Milford, Hannah Cotter, WMUR News 9. I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't feel bad for that lady. <laughs> she seems so stressed out, y'all. Like, that woman was on some shit. Like, I'm trying my best to make everybody happy with this, but it's just a lot going on. And it's one of those things where I honestly think it's akin to what presidents deal with. Because it's easy, and I feel like even as Democrats, we like hella guilty of this. We get frustrated whenever Biden's like not way harsher on Republicans in the way that they think. But he really is not the president of the Democrats. Like he is the president of the entire United States of America. And it's like literally his job to represent the ideas and beliefs of all of them, even when like and it's like kind of like even if he doesn't think it's effective so he doesn't follow through on it he still has to represent that and i feel like that's what that lady was going through in this thing where she's like look y'all i'm not even talking about what i believe i got parents in here telling me that kids should be able to go wherever they want i got parents telling me that should that kids shouldn't have to be exposed to this i got i got every i got coming from me every angle and i have to try and find a way to be happy and whatever 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 
Now, banning the urinals, that's wild. First of all, you know teenage boys is just cutting them bags open and pissing in the urinals anyway. That bathroom, that janitor has got to be pissed, boy. That's a pissy-ass bathroom, bro. That's a pissy-ass bathroom, bro. Them boys, is, and it's, it's you saw how many urinals in the bathroom. If you saw the video, it was like six, seven urinals in the bathroom. So you know it's a lot of kids in there. It's literally not even enough toilets for them to use the bathroom. Kids getting to school all late, and, or class all late and shit like that trying to make it to the bathroom and shit that's just like not effective it's it's actually fucking stupid but it all goes back into that same shit like the teenager in the in the video she said it off the top she said we didn't ask for any of this because i think ultimately we're saying is what i believe it to be is this it ain't gonna kill nobody for like it's 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 the i don't know if you ever heard the the saying like locks are for honest people there's not some boy who was gonna go in a girl's bathroom and just be sexually harassing the girls who's not already sexually harassing a girl somewhere else like he's already doing that not to say that like so what i'm saying like you're not protecting the girls from that behavior by saying like oh boys and girls can't be in the same restroom because then da, 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 da. like that's not like that's not that's not going to stop anything that they're not going to see that for that that's not what it's going to be like this is really just about somebody being able to not have to explain their identity further in order to do something and i think that's the bigger thing where when you have these rules around what who can go in what bathroom and shit like that or whatever now that means that you get to inquire to me about what bathroom i should be in which to me, I think is the only thing you should take away. I think the simple solution to all of this is anyone can use whatever bathroom they want. Like there are no limits on what bathroom you can use. You can walk into whatever bathroom you want. You need to use a bathroom, walk in the bathroom, use it. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls will still go inside the stalls always because girls got to go inside the stall to use the bathroom anyway. You feel what I'm saying? And Maybe this will kind of be a part of teaching young men boundaries in a society where you won't be like the only way for these boys and girls to be able to cohabitate in the same restroom space or in the same like to be able to use the bathroom is to be able to do it separately. Like it'd be like, oh, or or maybe you could just go in here and use the bathroom and leave because it's a motherfucking bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like. It could just be that. You could even leave the labels on the doors. You could be like, yeah, the the bathrooms are labeled male and female, but you can use any bathroom you want. There's no real. That way, maybe, because I, I can understand. I'm sure you a 14-year-old girl. You got to take a shit in a unisex bathroom with all the boys. You, you'll be like, nigga, you would rather shit on yourself. Nigga, you a motherfucker be going home, shit like that. Like that, I, I, I feel like that could cause issues, but ultimately... It's like creating an issue because you want to talk more about something instead of just being like, just do it. And th- that's really where I'm at with that. Um, This next story is kind of like the same or whatever. It's like really in the same uh, kind of realm. I think it's Shake Shack agrees to pay 20000 to an ex-employee who said he was repeatedly asked to explain his gender to coworkers. Uh, uh he was constantly asked to explain his gender to co-workers according to the state civil rights department 
The New York burger chain founded by Danny Meyer will pay the former employee $20,000 as a part of the settlement announced Monday. The California employee filed a complaint with the department stating he was subjected to discrimination, harassment, and retaliation based on gender identity and gender expression. The employee said that the alleged harassment started after he was trained in San Francisco and assigned to work at a store in Oakland. He was alleged that he was repeatedly misgendered by coworkers, and that when he complained, management failed to take reasonable steps to correct the behavior. According to the Civil Rights Department press statement released Monday, management told him repeatedly that he would have to explain his gender to coworkers rather than rely on management to correct discriminatory behavior. The department said, frustrated by management's failure to address his concerns, after only a month, the complaint, uh, the complaint left the company. Department Director Kevin Kish the, said uh, California law prohibits intentional misgendering in the workplace. Beyond the $20,000 payment to the former worker, Shake Shack has agreed to update its policies and training related to the retaliation, harassment, discrimination, and bullying in the workplace, uh, creating a welcoming and fulfilling environment for all our employees and guests is critical. We are constantly taking steps to ensure policies and culture reflect the commitment to diversity and inclusion in the workplace and intentional misgendering and other forms of discrimination based on gender identity and gender expression can be stressful and traumatic. CRD appreciates Shake Shack's acknowledgement of its responsibility to provide a discrimination-free environment to its workforce. Um... Yeah, that's on some like motherfuckers making jokes that ain't funny and the managers think it's shit funny too. Managers just be employees and they should have just taken care of that off the front end and they wouldn't have had no issues with that. But they did. They didn't have to pay that little 20000 I don't really got a lot for that, man. I just feel like that's just trash. There ain't really nothing to it. Like it's one of those things that people do because they feel like no one cares. And that's sad to say, but they feel like nobody going to do nothing. Nobody cares what I say about this motherfucker. So I'm going to just do and say what I want. And whatever happens, happens because ain't nothing going to happen. And that's, that's really that. Um, I actually meant to do these two stories earlier. Like right after we were talking about the gun stuff, because I was like, we could talk about guns while we're talking about guns. You know what I'm saying? But I saw this headline and I was like, whoa, that is crazy. Um, damn, why can't there it go? Um, for at least the third time this year, a six-year-old brought a gun to school. Two adults are now facing charges. A woman in Pennsylvania and a man in North Carolina were charged this week after a six-year-old in each case bought a gun to school, officials said, marking at least three times an elementary school student brought a weapon to campus this year, including when a six-year-old allegedly shot his teacher in Newport News, Virginia last month. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm, that's what I mean when I say that we got to treat guns like they are dangerous and be more responsible and blah, blah, blah. I'm... I shouldn't have to have a reasonable concern that one of my first grade daughter's students, I don't have a first grade daughter, neither my daughter, but if one of my daughters was in first grade, that my, my first grade child's students might bring a gun to school. I shouldn't have to worry about that. I shouldn't have to worry about that. In Pennsylvania, a mother in Norristown was arrested after her six-year-old brought a gun to Joseph K. Gottwald's elementary school on February 9th. 
Jasmine Devlin turned herself in Tuesday and has been arraigned on charges of failing endangering the welfare of a child, reckless endangerment for failing to secure a firearm in her home. Uh, police were alerted uh, to a gun on campus when a group of students on a school bus with the six-year-old that morning told the school secretary that he showed them the weapon and the bullets. Trying to be like kids not smart enough to be around shit like that. And that's the side note to this. That's the reason why when I see these videos of people like training their kids with firearms at super young ages, that shit, I don't really like it. I really don't. I'm not going to lie. I hate their cringy as fuck to me. Those videos of them fucking seven, eight-year-old kids, and they like, ha dropping the weapon. They know how to do all this tactical shit with the gun and do all this or whatever. Like, that's not for me, bro. That shit weird to me. It's not, I, I understand the mentality behind it, and I, I guess whatever, but it's, uh-uh. It's cringy as fuck to me. I hate seeing it, and it just, because they're, they're still kids at the end of the day. And you've seen an eight-year-old get so mad that they would kill you before. Like, because they don't know what kill you means. Like, they not they don't really get the finality of that. You know what I'm saying? Over bubblegum. Nigga, you've seen these little niggas pop off over anything because they're not emotionally stable and their brains are, like, super not developed. They are fucking kids. And weapons are too, guns are too dangerous for a child that young to handle. In my opinion, for any reason. Again, me not wanting to live in the fucking apocalypse where my child needs to learn how to shoot zombies and weird shit. I guess this is me. What else, bro? Um, the school secretary immediately brought the boy to the office, found a backpack, saw the firearm, called the police. It was a nine millimeter. Um, <laughs> he said he found it in his mom's dresser before bringing it to school, obviously. Brought it to school, was pretending to shoot other kids with it. Yeah, bro. It, it doesn't matter. The North Carolina man uh was charged with 50 he's 58 charged with misdemeanor account of improper storage um after a fire was found in his six-year-old's backpack school resource officer shorts the backpack after being notified by administrator that the student was in possession of a firearm like four thousand dollar bond like that's not like i don't know i don't want to say that's not enough because i don't know if like punishment necessarily equals like a reduction in crime in many ways this is i've always kind of believed shit like that so whatever but that's crazy. Um, yeah, y'all, I'm trying to make a conscious effort to uh, end the podcast on something um, a little more positive sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it can get a little dark when you're doing current events. The current world be kind of crazy or whatever. So uh, here's a little story. Here's a little story that must be told. <laughs> Lifetime down under that went horribly wrong. 62 year old New Yorker Kingsley Burnett thought he had booked a flight to Sydney, Australia, but when he landed, he was met by a blanket of. flight to Sydney, Australia, but when he landed, he was met by a blanket of snow and a small jet waiting to fly him to Sydney, Montana. It seems Kingsley selected the wrong airport code while booking his flight. So Sydney, Montana, SDY, Sydney, oh. Australia, SYD. Oh, no. As Kingsley says, oh, somebody should probably fix that. Gee, that's really, it's that's a, a bargain to go all that way. Small planes can be expensive. And when, maybe it was a and when I was checking in, they didn't ask to see my passport yeah. already. <laughs> so as long as everyone says. Although Kingsley didn't get to see a kangaroo, 
he didn't make a new mate, a very kind worker from American Airlines, Carol. Uh, she helped him sort out his flight fiasco. And we had to track down Kingsley to hear it for ourselves. He joins us live from New York. Good morning, Kingsley. Tell us a point. Realize something was terribly wrong. Uh I need y'all to see these motherfucking chains. I wish y'all could see these middle of them all chains my nigga Kinsley got on right now, bro. I knew when I read the headline of this that my nigga ain't never left New York. I knew Kinsley was not no well-traveled motherfucker when I read the headline of a nigga who could accidentally book a flight to the wrong Sydney in 2023. I knew without a chateau of a doubt that this Negro had never left the borough. That nigga ain't never passed his bodega. That nigga ain't never seen rats outside of the pack that live outside of where he is from when he made this call to get this ticket. I knew that was the case. But when I seen these chains, nigga, oh, it was no doubt in my motherfucking mind, bro. First of all, it needs to be a clock hanger for these motherfuckers like Flavor Flav. This is why you got to pay the $5 so you can get the video so that you could be watching this. Because the video, you, the niggas who watching the video was looking at this shit with me. And they like, boy, we over here like, what? And y'all over here like, what? Anyway, I'm going to go back to the video. I'm going to let him explain how the fuck he ended up in this situation. So crossing yellow and looking down <laughs> with a blanket of snow. Wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kingsley, was this a, a once-in-a-lifetime trip you were going to make to Australia? Absolutely. I took my mutual fund account. I borrowed money from my mutual fund account to, to get this trip on the way. Oh. And uh, I was on the way, but in the wrong direction. Because you got it for $700. So did you think that was a real bargain going all the way to Australia from New York for 700 bucks? I don't know. I don't know the cost. <laughs> I don't know the cost of Australia. But $700 was a bargain for SID instead of SYD. So <laughs> I took it. I might have been frugal, but I took it. And <laughs> And, and when you landed, did you think, what the hell am I going to do now? And then Carol, no, Carol came to the rescue? No, when I landed, uh, before Carol came to the rescue, I was wondering why am I going to get on that little jet, that little Cessna jet to go to Sydney? <laughs> it would have been the larger plane. <laughs> and you couldn't see any kangaroos, any koalas, and I couldn't no see any kangaroos. It was too cold for kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what would you like to do in Australia? What was the, what was the big aim in, in Australia? And it's done. I just got to finish paying my air, air uh, my flight. And I should be on my way on the 13th of June. Hopefully to see kangaroos and a couple more animals, the koala. My nigga say, first of all, he said, I got to check on. 
He said, I gotta, I gotta wait until I get my my bread up, first of all, because I had money to get to Sydney, Montana today. But now once they told me the ticket on Sydney, Australia, that's gonna take a little bit longer. Also, you can tell my nigga was not necessarily loving being a poster child of a nigga too dumb to know where he's going, but he like, I bet you I'd be shocked if it ain't a GoFundMe. I ain't even hating on my nigga. I ain't hating on my nigga even one little bit, but I bet you it's a GoFundMe. And that motherfucker about the he like, I gotta get this promotion. I gotta get I gotta get this money up, bro. He, I ain't mad at him. I ain't hating on you, big dog. Hola. Animals available. I'm open to uh get to yeah. Australia in June. Okay, so the thirteenth of June you booked. Um Kingsley, we will we might see you before then and see if we can organise a few things. You're very persistent. It has been a long journey here, so we want to make it worthwhile. We'll catch catch up with you in June. Yeah, see? He like it. Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Thank you. All right, safe travels. He like, I'm about to get me some extra shit off these niggas for coming on the show. When I do pull up, they're going to give a nigga a little fine dinner or some shit like that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um... All right, time, man. We only got one more. We only got one more story. And that's it. We're going to get out of here after this one more. Now, look, y'all know I've talked about how I grew up in church before. So I understand, you know, I understand the dedication that people have for the church. And I understand that there's people who really take this shit seriously and they want to be close to God and all this other shit or whatever. But let me tell you something. When these motherfuckers want to be Jesus, it's always an issue because it was only one Jesus from what they say. You know what I'm saying? And it never turns out well for you. And you can always end up playing yourself. Our last story today. A 39-year-old pastor died after trying to go 40 days without food and water while fasting like Jesus. A pastor in Mozambique has died after attempting to go 25 days without food or water in a bid to fast like Jesus in the Bible, per multiple media reports. Francisco Baraja, a 39-year-old founder of a Santa Trinidad Evangelical Church, uh, died in a hospital in Mozambique's capital, Berea, on Wednesday. The, he had been attempting to emulate Jesus' 40-day fast from the Bible per the outlet. By the time Baraja was administered medical aid, his digestive organs had failed and he was diagnosed with acute anemia or when the body doesn't have enough healthy red blood cells to carry sufficient oxygen. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't when you don't have any blood in your fucking body or any food in your body or any water. Any water. Bro, 25 days, bro. I think it went almost a full month. And you know he over here telling people like, oh, the doctors tell you that you could only last this long, but my fast has lasted, blah, 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 blah. That is crazy to me, bro. Hold on. Baraja had also lost so much weight he could. Oh, hold on. Staff at, uh, at Hospital Central the uh, Berea. I think I had to read this shit in other languages and shit. Um Attempted to reintroduce liquid foods to Barajar's diet, but his organs were in such bad state that it hurt when he tried to eat. Barajar also lost so much weight he couldn't stand or bathe himself. Barajar died at the hospital. His brother Barajar had fasted 
but said Barja had fasted, but claimed he suffered from low blood pressure, objecting to medical to the medical diagnosis. Bro, so he already had low blood pressure, and then he was like, I'm on fast? For a 20... It's not immediately clear how Barja survived 25 days without water. The Guinness World Record for longest amount of time a human survived without food and water is 18 days when an, Austri- when an Austrian teenager was put in a holding cell in 1979 and forgotten by police. God damn. The Bible also doesn't explicitly state if Jesus abstained from water during his 40-day fast. In their accounts of the temptation of Christ, the Gospels of Matthew and Luke say Christ was hungry and ate nothing. Uh, Baraja isn't the first devout Christian that died in his attempt to fast like Jesus in 20 in 2006. A 34 year old woman in East London died after going 23 days without food or water while trying to mimic Christ's fast. That's crazy. See, the problem is, is that Jesus was over here fasting, and he was like, Oh, I'm only going, I'm Jesus, but I'm gonna still drink water. And these niggas was like, Nah, nigga, Jesus regular fast, but me. I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck, boy. Still fast as fuck, boy. Come get some. Do you have any idea how fast I am? I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as Fuck, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not supposed to laugh when a motherfucker die, but I mean, listen. If you die like that, if you die like that, you know what that means to me? You wouldn't have made it, bro. Natural selection, my nigga. It was nothing we could have done for you, fam. Nothing we could have done for you. Anyway, y'all, it's been real as fuck, as always. Uh, like I said before, if you're not already subscribed, man, you can always subscribe for the five dollars. Man, the wish list is always in the motherfucking show description. I update the wish list and put new shit on there. So far, Haley's the only one who loves me and buys me stuff. But I mean, it's fine. I'm not saying you have to buy me stuff just because the wish list is there, but I'm saying that you can also. My birthday is at the end of March. So my birthday is coming up soon. So you know what I'm saying? And then you can say, celebrate good time. Uh-uh. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, man, that's all I got for y'all this week, man. Uh, it's been real, as always. Uh, next week, it might be just me again. It might be me and Xavier again. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how my nigga schedule looking to see what's going down. But you know what? We know it's going to be you again because, you know, we love the support that y'all get. You know what I'm saying? So, Anyway, without further ado, I love y'all. I'm out. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to sleep. Billion. My gift to God, honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. 
trying to see the salad with the croutons laying the foes down like futons for the billion yeah man you're not tuning in the fuck this shit podcast and billions 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 and